Hi, I'm Josh Ox. And I'm Francis Fernandez, a.k.a. The Other Guy. And we're from Conventional Wisdom. And you're listening to Little Geek Lost. 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 So we're back for another episode of Little Geek Lost, and I am your host, Mandy. Um, I just want to mention again that you can find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, as well as my website, littlegeeklost.com, and on Geeks Worldwide on their website, so I would suggest you check them out. This week, I've got another geeky girl from a geeky website. <laughs> I've got Joanna from the Geek Girl Pen Pals website, so say Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> So, as far as geeky websites go, this is probably one of the first ones that I actually started being involved with and kind of have been involved in involved in a few different areas of it along the way. But why don't you give us a little bit of a background on what Geek Girl Pen Pals is? So, Geek Girl Pen Pals Club is almost four years old now. We're going to have our fourth birthday in March. And the basic idea of it is a way to make personal connections in an increasingly impersonal world. So our mission is quite literally what it says in our title. We try to connect people that are passionate about geeky things in order to send snail mail to one another. <laughs> and that is that is what we do. But it has, it has grown into a lot more than that. It's grown into a really dynamic community. And even though we are called Geek Girl Pen Pals, we welcome everybody. Very <laughs> yeah i think it was was it just this past year that you started opening up to like not just girls on the matches like where people could pick people of other genders we we did we've gone through a couple of different phases so at first we opened up to um different genders being able to choose in pairing and then we have since expanded gender options and things like that um and now allow, if you want to, you can sign up for uh, pairing with people not of your own gender identification. So, um, yeah, it's we, we want to be as inclusive <laughs> as possible. It's just, you know, when people talk to us, we want to listen and, and grow. Yeah, exactly. Grow with everything. <laughs> I know that, you know, it, the sign-up process, so you go on and you kind of go through and pick your fandoms and everything and they ma- like, try and get matched with someone you know with similar interests and I think that was kind of like a really cool way to do it so you're not just you know putting your name into a hat and you know make it someone who may not like anything the same as you or you know it's it seems like it's a, it was a better way to sort of go about it to kind of match people up with the fandoms and their geeky interests that way it's true the, the way that we pair people is we ask for you to submit your top five geek loves as we call them and your geek loves, that can change. You know, mine change all the time. <laughs> um, but we've had geek loves that are everything from what you'd expect with, you know, Doctor Who and Sherlock and Harry Potter to people that really love their cats <laughs> and love books and yeah. are geeky about fitness. And, you know, you can be, you can geek out about just about anything. If you're passionate about it, it's a geek love and you can include it. And you may just find somebody that is also passionate about that thing. 
Yeah, exactly. I love that part of it too. Like it's, you know, it's just sort of like you said, like what you geek out about. It doesn't have to be geeky or nerdy, but just what you're interested in and what you're passionate about. Well, with it being the fourth anniversary coming up, and I know the site's probably expanded quite a bit <laughs> from just, you know, matching the, the pen pals and having people just swap the snail mail that there is actual swaps and everything that grew with the community as well. Yes. Um, we There are swaps that are hosted. Uh, you can find most of them actually in the forums. They're all community-led for the most part. Um, there are six what we would call official swaps. We actually have a, an amazing swap post that runs six swaps for us a year around different holidays. So we just closed Valentine's swap. Um, I can go take a peek and tell you which one is going to be next. <laughs> basically a swap for every kind of interest that you might want to participate in. The next one will be the birthday swap. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that is currently set to open March 1st. We will, we will have to see how that date holds as we are working through it. Yeah. <laughs> um, beyond that, we have expanded a lot of other areas as well. We actually host online events and our most popular event is camp, which tends to happen in August. Um, we have IGGPC camp. <laughs> um, and it's basically like your, your classic camp, except all digital. Yeah. Games and live streams and bake-alongs and all kinds of stuff. But we also have a Halloween event. We usually do a Halloween party right around the end of October. And we do a birthday event every year where, again, live streams and bake-alongs and things like that. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've done, like I did stuff in the summer camp twice, and I've done one Halloween one. I know I did um, a makeup tutorial for one of the Halloween ones, and then also a make a t-shirt into a bag tutorial for one of the summer camp ones, which is kind of fun to go through and <laughs> go through and they make the tutorial and it's it's kind of nice that there you know there is that interaction and just other fun little things that people find and not you know with everything being so far spread out across the world at least you can take part in these online events and have that other connection so if someone may not be too aware of the site or you know just sort of learning about it they can kind of dive in that way and meet other people through those events too it's true we have a lot of ways to get involved and go onto just about any social media and find people using, you know, use our hashtag, IGGPC, and find people talking about things that you might be into. So it's a, a very welcoming friendly. I know I've seen a few um, watch-alongs, too, on Twitter with live tweeting and watch-along movies, and those are always fun. Yeah, we really enjoy those. Um, our staff has a particular affinity for horror <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll pretty often see us watching watching a good scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nice to see like how much it's actually grown across like everything from you know the snail mail to the actual online events and social media and just all the different ways that people can be involved with it. And that's very community driven. It seems it is. All of our activities are hosted by members of our community. We're actually pretty hands off with them. Um, we act kind of as liaisons, so you know if they need something promoted, if they need a good idea of when 
a good time to schedule stuff is, we're there. But yeah, it's all community run. It's just people taking the stuff that they're that they're excited about and running with it, which I think is amazing. Yeah, it's kind of nice to see that like there's a like a place where people can just go and sort of pool all their interests and be involved with it that way, and not have to look for other like message boards or anything. That it's all sort of just you know you go to one site and pick the house that you know you want to be involved in and talk in the forums or join the swaps or get involved in one of the events and it's all just sort of centralized that way and there's actually a few times it was a few times or just once where you guys have been up for an award too we were nominated for a geeky award actually um that was pretty fun uh two of the other staff members stewie and toasty flew out to california and the three of us actually went to the award ceremony and it was it was fantastic <laughs> but we had a great time and it was such an honor to be nominated yeah it was, it was pretty cool to see that you know you're getting that recognition for it too yeah it's uh, who knew that such a niche thing would be so popular right well exactly you think that you know starting with snail mail pen pals and a digital age that there'd be such a demand for it <laughs> it's amazing though people people love that and i think that there's a lot to be said for getting something tangible in the mail that's not not just something on twitter or something on instagram but because there is intention and thought that has to go into something even as simple as a postcard with a stamp on it um, you have to actually go out of your way to send something like that to someone. And I think that that intention is what makes all the difference. And I think that that is why people feel so connected and like such strong community connections um, are, are there because it is all intentional. It's all very purposeful and very thoughtful. People are incredibly thoughtful. Oh, yeah. It's all excuse to buy as much washi tape and as many stickers. <laughs> and he doesn't love that well and it's nice too because you do get to keep stuff so it's you know rather than just having it online if you want to go back and look at something from a few years ago when you're scrolling through photos and posts and you know at least this way you can actually have something like you said tangible and like a little memory or a keepsake and it makes it a bit easier to look at it and you know a bit more special that way yeah i i actually just personally have a binder that I bought pages for that are for postcards and I keep international postcards people send me and I went to the craft store and they I bought some really beautiful decorative boxes that are shaped like kind of like shoe boxes letters and all kinds of things and it's just it's nice you know if I have a bad day I can go open it up and read back through nice things that people have said and sent yeah, I think it's a nice change from, you know, everything being online to actually have, like, the physical letter, or the physical postcard, and like you said, the time that people take to put into it, that, you know, it's that's one thing to send, like, a text message or an email, but to actually take the time to sit down and write something and put the tape and the stickers and, you know, actually go to the post office and mail it puts a, a little bit more effort into it. It's meaningful, and I think it's meaningful for the person that sends as well as the person that receives. Yeah. It's more involved. <laughs> And who doesn't like to get mail? <laughs> That's not bills or flyers. <laughs> well, with the site too, with all the the fandoms, I kind of want to talk about what are 
What are your fandoms? What are your your geek loves? My geek loves are both very <laughs> consistent and very changing. <laughs> how you want to look at it. Uh, my oldest geek love is probably Lord of the Rings. I first read Lord of the Rings when I was in fifth grade. And like pre-movies, pre-anything, nobody I knew had read these books. That I was a total <laughs> nerd reading these giant fantasy books when I was, you know, 11 and 12. But I was obsessed. I was obsessed with them. Um, I would say my first online fandom that I, and I still really care about this one, was Redwall. Did you ever read the Redwall books? No, I haven't. Yeah, most, they, they are, I would say, young readers. They're not young adult. They're a little younger than that. Um, but maybe written for kids in the 8 to 11 year old range. Okay. Anthropomorphic animals that live in a medieval abbey and have to fight battles and <laughs> adventures. And it's, it's amazing. Um, that was my first online thing. Um, but the things I'm still passionate about, I have been into Star Wars for a very long time. <laughs> I love Doctor Who. I am fairly obsessed with Harry Potter. That has never come away. Um, <laughs> I also am a total Disney nerd. I love Disney and all things Disney. And they watched the new Beauty and the Beast trailer that came out yesterday. Yeah, I just, I have a lot of things that I'm passionate about. And th- those are more, I would say, traditionally geeky type things but I also am really passionate about wildlife and conservation and nature and travel and things like that and um, once I get started talking about that it's hard to get me to stop (laughs) I know I've sort of struggled for a long time trying to figure out like what my fandom is or you know what my main geeky, geeky thing is because there is you know a lot of everything I sort of like a little bit of everything but I never really liked one thing enough to like be like this is you know what my thing is and then it sort of just evolved over the last maybe year last year and a half ended up being harry potter it seems because we keep watching the movies i mean we'll go through phases my husband and i will decide that we're gonna have a harry potter marathon and just watch one every night for a week or you know watch one every few weeks and this year i got the books for christmas and i never actually read the books before so it's kind of nice going through that experience of seeing the difference between the books and the movies this time around <laughs> and little things that way and and actually in um october we're going to goddard ontario is having some harry potter festival which is actually I actually know about that because i sent somebody that i know who lives up in the- <laughs> i was like you need to go to this <laughs> well and it was funny too because i think i just like randomly came across the post last week I think it was or you know over the weekend I was like oh this is kind of cool like maybe we'll look at going to that and then I guess it just blew up virally where it had sold out like nine months in advance and then the last few days like okay well we're gonna release some more tickets so then yesterday it was a big deal online where they released two sets of a thousand tickets each and I managed to actually get some in the second round yesterday so (laughs) I was pretty happy about that but I mean they're only $20 for three days to go and I almost feel bad for this poor town because it's only like about 8,000 people and they've sold like almost 5,000 tickets 
So, so it's like almost the whole town is coming to this. Like it's, it's kind of insane. So I kind of hope that, you know, they're not too overwhelmed and can kind of pull it off. But I mean, it's going to be pretty cool to go to and, and see what they manage to do. <laughs> that sounds really fun. That sounds yeah. really fun. I'm pretty excited about it. And it's kind of nice too, because I mean, we are in Ontario, but Ontario's like, you know, half the size of the United States almost. Right. It's so big. So it is like a 17 hour drive for us because we have to drive all the way around the Great Lakes. But with it still at least being in the same province and the same country, like there's no exchange rate and we can drive there and it makes it a bit easier than, you know, flying to Orlando to go to Universal Studios, which I'd still love to do. Yeah, I, I completely understand. Um, and, you know, I think one of the neat things about Harry Potter as a fandom is I feel like Harry Potter is actually a really good... Harry Potter is kind of connective tissue for the geek community. Yeah. You know, I feel like a lot of the other communities I've gotten involved in over the years have been because of Harry Potter. <laughs> um, in fact, I know I joined Geek Girl Pen Pals, actually, because of Harry Potter. But it's like you have to jump through this, like, six degrees of separation so I got really into Harry Potter when I was later in high school it was like the last half of high school that I got into it and was reading the books as they came out and when book 7 was coming out in 2007 there was a video that I found on YouTube um, called Accio Harry Potter and it was by Hank Green of the Blog Brothers and this was right when the Blog Brothers were brand new they started in 2007 and I just went down this rabbit hole of watching all their videos and became a very passionate nerd fighter. <laughs> so I've been a nerd fighter for 10 years. And through the nerd fighter community, I started following Five Awesome Girls that started in 2008. And one of the people on Five Awesome Girls is Christina Horner, who does Harry Potter rock. She was in a, a Harry Potter rock band called the Parcel Mouths. And she did a favorites video in March of 2013 I want to say March, April sometime around then and was like hey there's this brand new website called the International Geek Girl Club. <laughs> I was like that sounds amazing <laughs> and here I am yeah exactly there you go <laughs> and it all goes back to Harry Potter if I hadn't been doing Harry Potter videos <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of funny how that works. You find one thing and you get lost in the rabbit hole online and end up with a completely different fandom and love and geeky something else. <laughs> that it just expands. Yes. I love it, though. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I think that's kind of cool, too, like you said, with, you know, finding on YouTube. And that's where I end up finding a lot of stuff where I'll find, you know, different shows and that on YouTube and end up just getting obsessed with them. Um, recently, it was... Um, Good Mythical Morning and I started watching all their Will It videos with you know Will It Burrito and Will It Ice Cream and kept forcing them on my friend because I knew it would make her gag some of the stuff that they eat <laughs> Link are amazing I love yep. Good Mythical Morning um, I actually went to high school my family is from near the same <laughs> place they are so I was seeing them on local I used to see them on local ads they were oh, doing, wow. like for years and all of a sudden they <laughs> they started showing up everywhere, and I was like, "Whoa, it's those guys from the back home." Um, but 
but yeah, they uh, they are pretty awesome. Oh yeah, I think it was funny too that you know randomly falling into that and. I guess I get my friend to watch them just because I knew it would make her gag. And now she's like checking out all their other videos and she's like, oh, have you seen this one? I'm like, yeah, I've seen all of them. (laughs) Now you just spread your geek loves. (laughs) Force them upon others. Yep. I'm trying to force her into Harry Potter, but she's not falling for it. (laughs) Oh, I did get her to watch Horns with Daniel Radcliffe. So it's a stepping stone. (laughs) Yeah, it's. Um, I'm actually planning on doing some stuff with my podcast for Harry Potter. Is you know reading the books and then kind of comparing them to the movies and probably doing like a Harry Potter month. I think there is like a Harry Potter month in the year where people do stuff online, but I can't remember offhand. It may just be a week. Could be. I, I have seen different things. Sometimes mm-hmm. people do stuff right around his birthday, which is July 31st. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people do stuff, say, the first week of September because September 1st is. Yeah, I know I was kind of planning on doing that just as I go through the books and compare them to the movies and re-watching the movies, but it's one of those things, like I said, you know, a few times a year we we end up watching all the Harry Potter movies again. I actually, I really like throwing birthday parties for fictional characters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, any reason to bake a cake. (laughs) So I often I often bake a cake for Harry Potter's birthday. I also celebrate uh, Hobbit Day, which is September twenty second. Oh, nice! Frodo and Bilbo's joint birthday. <laughs> so there's always a cake for that, and you know there are just some good ones. You can you can find a fictional character with a birthday just about any time of the year. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> there's probably so many of them, and different ways to celebrate too. <laughs> Well, back to the site. Is there anything that, you know, you want to promote with it or see what's going on? I know there was a bit of hiccups lately, but it's kind of nice to see that, you know, that was handled pretty smoothly from what I've seen and people are still able to sign up for their pen pals and keep up with that. Yeah, we actually just opened a new pairing round. So one of the things that's new, we did a trial run for the last couple of months of 2016 and have decided to continue with it for 2017 is that we are just leaving our, our sign-up rounds open for an entire month. Oh, wow. Um, and thinking is that you still aren't going to get pair, your pair until the following month, so it's not going to accelerate the timeline. Basically, the way our pairing system works is you sign up, and if you sign up, say, in February, uh, sign up now, list your geek gloves, all of that, and then sometime in the first two weeks of March, you'll get your email with your Okay. So there's a little bit of a delay. The reason we do that is to get the biggest pool possible mm-hmm. potential matches. So we want to get you as strong a match as possible. Um, so, you know, get your friends to sign up because the more we have, the better the matches are. <laughs> um, the other reason that there is delay is just because we pair everybody by hand. Oh, wow. Algorithm, <laughs> there's no system that's like, you know, there's no computer system. Mm-hmm. Um, our staff does it by hand. So it takes time. And yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> right. That's why we only do it about once a month, and it, it takes a little bit. It takes several days to get it all started. Um, so, yeah, you can you can sign up for a pen pal anytime this month. Our theme this month is Extraordinary Women in History. And, you know, 
that means that we will try to get some blog posts and some activities out that are related to that, celebrating women in history. Oh, nice. And, you know, some people take that and run with it with their pen pals and write to each other about it. Some people don't. <laughs> it's however you want to do it. Yeah. We have a, we have a good time well, and I know, too, that there is, you know, if, like, a fallback sort of for matching, right? So if someone doesn't respond or gets missed, they sort of have, like, a second chance type of thing? Well, we have a repair forum where if you don't get matched, you can actually reach out on the forum and find other people. Well, everyone gets matched. If your match doesn't respond mm-hmm. or something happens, you can reach out on the forums and try to find people. Um, but we also just encourage people to be persistent um it took me i think three goes before i found a pin pal that was a, a good match for me somebody that stuck um and i think that's just because sending snail mail is a big thing. yeah so, yeah well, like I, I had a couple where i sent off initial letters and didn't come back um, but i have three pin pals now that have had years, and we've been consistently writing to each other for years it just it took persistence and patience well yeah i mean it's it's like any friendship right you just gotta click exactly exactly because we can match people based on geek loves but we can't guarantee you know anything yeah like here you guys go good luck (laughs) (laughs) well and you said that you're available on all social media right so is it i'm guessing most are probably under the igg PP PPC. Um, you, can actually, you can actually find us at Geek Girl Pen Pals. Pretty much everywhere. It's a lot easier to remember. <laughs> so we're on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook. It's all at Geek Girl Pen Pals. So, yeah. And if and if you see people talking about eagles, then you're yeah. in the right area. <laughs> Our community members have dubbed themselves eagles, so we've just kind of gone with it. That was definitely a community. <laughs> Which is kind of nice to see too that you know it's it's evolved that way where people can kind of come up with a name for themselves. Oh, people totally own it. You see it now in Twitter descriptions. You know, in the Twitter bios. Yeah. People tag themselves eagle. It's pretty awesome. So, you know. I'll get a new follower and I'll be like, how do I know you? And I click on them. Oh, that's how I know you. <laughs> it's like a secret code word for finding each other. <laughs> well, thanks for being on. And I encourage everyone to go to geekgirlpenpals.com and check out the site, sign up for matches to get paired with the pen pal, check out the forums for swaps and events and just get involved with the community because it's, it's awesome. Like I said, I've been involved with it on and off, you know, for couple years probably now but it's just it's i guess it is it's one of those things where it's kind of nice to see it spread across everything from the website to the forums to the live tweet watch along movies to everything involved and there's definitely something for everyone in there thank you so much for having me on this has been a lot of fun well i'm glad to do it Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Little Geek Lost. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Cyanide with two N's. The extra N is for extra awesome. As well as the show feed at Little Geek Lost. And you can check out the website littlegeeklost.com for all my show info, my blogs, my podcast, anything else that I feel like posting. As well, the show is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Leave a rating and review and I will read it on a future show. And again, thanks for tuning in. 
This has been a production of the GWW Radio Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more. Geeks Assemble!